Welcome back to another episode of Interface.fm, a design podcast by people who design. I hope you all are doing well and keeping yourself during this pandemic. So in today's episode, we have someone who started his career in a very small city in India and made all the way up to one of the best tech companies in the world. So today we have Rahul Jain with us, who is working as a product designer at Google. And, um, you know, in today's episode, we're going to talk about his journey, about his ideology, what made him, you know, take certain decisions at a certain point of his life, about his life at Google, and also about how the hiring process works at Google for, you know, for the ambition ones who are looking forward to apply to Google or find Google to be their dream company. Oh yeah. All I'm going to say is stay tuned, sit back and enjoy this episode. So hi Rahul, welcome to interface.fm. Hi Ashwin, glad to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. And uh, how are you how how are you doing? I'm doing good, as good as it can be. So how how are things there with you know the virus like the pa- pandemic and everything going on? Yeah, it's it's a bit serious over here with the number of cases and uh, uh, but yeah, I think we're hopeful uh, it will get better in a few months. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's nice. So uh, talking about like since we're talking about the pandemic, so you be you must be working from home, right? Yes, I am. Everyone is. So how so did that like you know result in more productivity or did it kind of reduce the productivity that you used to have? pre-COVID times. Yeah, I think uh, what changes some of the things that you have to accommodate basically while working from home. So now you have a bit more number of meetings and uh, the work might also be based on like how much the team strategy changes or the team like like your team has to do. So uh, I think you have to kind of adjust to that. So for me, it's been a little bit uh, same as what it was pre-COVID, like the workload wise. But Uh, uh, just the changing in the ways I work so scheduling and then also managing my time and making sure that the boundary between my work life and personal life doesn't get mixed yeah. up uh, with the, all those things so yeah it got uh, it took me some time but I think I'm uh, m- much used to it now and um, like my productivity is kind of uh, it's good right now okay okay so now Raul talking about like right now you're working as a product designer at Google right so, yes. but when I look at your LinkedIn, I see that you started as a web and a graphic design intern. Then, you know, you moved to a U- to being a UX designer and uh, so on. And now you are working as a product designer with Google. So what I want to know is that how has the journey been? Like what, you know, make, made you take such decisions that led you from that place to here? And... Of course, like you've traveled a, a, a lot of di- a big distance, you know, from mm-hmm. starting in Udaipur and working with Google. So, so how how has the journey been so far? Yeah, it's, it's been uh, it's been pretty interesting. Uh, so I started as a uh, 
uh, engineer. So I studied electronics and communication engineering in Udaipur. Yeah. Uh, and during I think during that time I was in when I was in my second year, I kind of uh, started working on like uh, college festivals and events and uh, all these things that happen in college. So yeah. I was working on like graphic design stuff, uh, creating websites for these events or uh, like uh, uh, like social media graphics. So it's kind of like all the stuff related to like creative uh, team that has to do over there. And I think during that time I realized like I, I was really interested into it. And uh, when I about, was about to graduate, I kind of thought like maybe this is my calling and I should pursue the design uh, field. So I started as a, uh, I, I also did an internship, uh, as you mentioned, like uh, as a UX yeah. and like uh, not that that time, I didn't even know about UX. So at that time it was like web and graphic design. So I was just like a web slash graphic design intern. So I was doing a little yeah. bit of both. And uh, when I uh, graduated, I took up a job as a graphic designer in Udaipur and it was like a digital marketing agency. So I was doing a lot of these, uh, again, like logos, graphic design, website designs. Yeah. And I think during that time I realized, uh, I found like about the UX as a field. It was also pretty late, it was like around 2015. So yeah. UX was like uh, uh, in India and everywhere, it was pretty like common and people knew, started to know about it. But uh, I wasn't very aware of it. So uh, th at that time I realized, okay, this is like a great field because uh, in graphic design, you're actually a lot of times you're just doing what you're told to do by the client, and you can't actually think about uh, what the users need or what actually needs to be done. So I just thought like UX is a great mix of your creative interests and your technical uh, background or your technical interests as well, and that just gels up pretty well in a UX field where you can actually design as well as understand the strategy and understand the technical aspects and actually help some users achieve their goal. So that yeah. was kind of like big, big motivation. And from there, I, I started taking up uh, uh, like freelance projects, working with startups, uh, getting some projects so that I can learn how to design, how to use like design tools. And gradually, I, uh, after a year or so of doing those, I, I, uh, I wanted to like pursue masters so that I could like learn yeah. more about research methods, uh, just get like my understanding of UX a little bit better. So I applied yeah. to a master's program uh, here in the US. And uh, I think, yeah, I think I moved uh, here three, three and a half years ago. And I uh, completed my master's. And uh, during my master's, I got an internship at Google. And uh, uh, that went pretty well. And I got converted to full time. So I've been okay. working here for almost like a year and a half. Wow. That's, that's interesting. So. Uh, okay, so like you said, you had your, you did your undergrad in engineering and then you moved your way ahead and then you started working as a UX designer, as a freelancer when you started mm -hmm. picking up projects. Yeah. So, you know, there's a very big uh, discussion that keeps going on about how much important a degree is in terms of design. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure you also would have heard it somewhere or another. You know, yeah. there's a thing between the uh, self-taught designers and the designers who like gone and have you know studied in that discipline. Mm -hmm. So, what's your take on that? I think both are uh, both have their own pros and cons. For example, yeah. uh, self-taught designers usually uh, they like they don't uh, like a lot of like people have studied design, knew what they want to do uh, very early in their career, and they kind of chose this thing. Self-taught yeah. designers usually have like background in different things. So they have 
they have some more understanding of like i've seen people coming from journalism from engineering uh, from marketing yeah. background so they have understanding of those fields as well so they bring that part into design and that could be like a mix of their design and their uh, background and also that, like that could be their strength that they bring in in the team so and yeah. uh, and with a de- specialized degree in design you just have more uh, peers or you have like a more network uh, to work with so like finding your first job also uh, meeting new people getting to know your al- alumni in college that is yeah. a little bit easier because you have like a predefined route and you have seen other seniors or other classmates do things so yeah, uh, yeah so it's, it's it's a bit like uh, it, it's an it's a debate because there are like sides each like good and bad sides to each of it in in school you kind of sometimes uh, you fall into a trap of creating your own bubble and just thinking that this is design and this is what designers yeah. do but in actual industry things are very like could be very different from what you have studied and there's also like this huge gap between what you're taught at school and what actually happens in the industry so yeah. uh and with uh, and with people of self thought kind of get into uh, working very quickly they don't spend like they don't have to spend a lot of time learning uh they can like learn while they are doing so yeah. that that actually helps them grow uh, very quickly and uh, learn on while doing the job so yeah there's yeah. like uh like pros and cons on both sides yeah because i you know i personally believe that a self taught designer or a designer with a degree uh of course it matters when you're starting your career but eventually like it won't make a difference because eventually even the guy with the degree would you know after few years he'll also be a self-taught designer yeah. because things keep changing and uh, you need to stay updated with what's happening in the industry and all so right. probably you get a proper push because you have a degree and you know you get hired by a nice company or something but uh, i'm sure the one who's you know who's a self-taught he also reached that level yeah i think in the coming years I, speaking from my experience uh, at google i can say the 50/50 like half of the yeah. designers i've seen they have like a background in proper design and half or maybe little bit more than half are ones which come from who come from like other disciplines or have like background in something else yeah. and that don't have like necessarily uh, studied design yeah but how long like they've been in the industry that you know google hired them i'm sure they would have been in the industry for a long mm-hmm. time before google ha- came to them that you know think, why don't you come on board so uh, depends on the seniority as well like what the role they are hiring yeah. for uh, yeah. but then it could be like if if the if, to the bottom line it comes down to how good your portfolio and how good your work is and how good yeah. you can actually sell uh, your skills and present yourself so i don't think so like the design degree is necessary to get a job uh, at any company i would say like mm-hmm. if you're self taught or if you're Uh, from a design school if your work and if your portfolio is good you can get job yeah. uh, anywhere so uh, at bottom line that comes down to that so even like having this thing or not having uh, is not the bigger de- debate i guess like how do you improve your work and not constantly grow i think that's yeah. like the main focus point yeah got it okay so now moving on uh, so you said that you know while you were in college you started interning with companies right Mm-hmm. you were into you interned with the uh, studio science and you st- uh, interned with google stadia am i saying yeah. that right right yeah okay so like what uh, like you know what was your experience like what was like what is google stadia like i've i've never like i don't know much about google stadia mm-hmm. and what all like you like probably did or learned 
when you were there yeah so i think google stadia is a gaming platform uh, if you uh, if you imagine like having playstation or an yeah. xbox without the hardware of having that the box of oh, playstation okay. or that, this thing so it's like running uh, high quality games like fifa or uh, like any like any bigger game assassin's creed or something yeah. uh, on a, on a chrome it, and like it could be on multiple devices so you can play the same game on your phone and pause there come on your laptop and continue from there and pause that go to your tv and start uh, chromecasting yeah. uh, the whole thing so it's it's like a, a cross pro, uh, cross device product and yeah. doesn't need any like specific hardware like uh, a play, like a playstation box or xbox uh, you just need like a controller or if you are on your laptop you can just use your keyboard mouse and on your phone you, you can still you can just use the touchpad so that's like a new way like a cloud gaming platform to actually that's for ga- like serious gamers yeah. and uh, at that time when i joined it was in a very early stage so the product hasn't been launched yet it's just like a lot of strategies and a lot of like working around how should we do this thing how should we make these design decisions so i've never worked on a product in such an early stage before so that was a great learning for me to see how bigger companies de- like go about making strategies or thinking about how to launch a product how to uh, build new features or, or how to even like think about your competition which is already very uh, ex- like very big and very like that like the xbox and playstation are like the biggest uh, gaming platforms right so yeah. thinking about how we do how do we differentiate our product from them and also what are our key user journeys and how do we go for it so i think thinking about those like bigger strategies was one of my biggest learning cool that's that's interesting is it is it live now or is uh, it, it is i think it's live in us and canada and i think in europe as well they'll be launching soon in india okay i i'm going to look forward for that then yeah yeah and uh, okay and when you were in your university you were also working as a ta yeah a teaching assistant yeah so what what was that experience like you know because i have usually seen like this teaching assistants usually in movies and i've never actually met someone or had a mm-hmm. word with who's actually been like a teacher assistant so what's what's that like yeah so this have uh, in india i've not seen a lot uh, at least in my college we had didn't have this role uh, in us what happens is te- usually teachers are like professors are kind of very busy and they don't want to spend a lot of time uh, like have spending time on individual students or checking their work so if they, uh, so basically what a ta does is could be anywhere from like grading students uh, work like uh, like what things they have assignments and stuff yeah. to actually helping them understand things which they didn't understand in the class uh, also could be around mentoring uh, could be helping them with any particular problems that they have uh, so it's a, it's a mix of like different like things that you have to do as a teacher's assistant to help like students actually achieve what they want uh, what what helped me in this role was i actually found out like i was really because i was talking to so many students and helping them with like and uh, i was uh, my courses were like intro to uh, human computer interaction uh, so that was like the first course that students have to take when they come to the masters program so at that time they are fairly new and they, they don't know a lot of uh, things and they're kind of confused as well so my role was to actually help them navigate that and help them build their first project and actually uh, learn about design from like the like from coming from a different uh, point of view so yeah. that was a great learning for me to see how people who like 
have like are pretty new to design how they look to look about like how they see design and what are their perspective and also how do we mentor people who are actually just starting in their careers or have like taken the first step as damn nice here okay now moving on so now you're working as a interaction designer with google right yeah and uh, so what does an interaction designer do because uh, you know when uh, now that we see a lot of people are coming into the industry and uh, we have this discussion i've had this discussion because according to them an interaction designer is someone who's you know just designing interactions according to the design that is going to be implemented or like something like micro interactions that we see in the application so what exactly does an interaction designer do uh yeah i think uh, so from what i understand and i've worked as a interaction designer i've worked as a product designer and as a ux designer and yeah. I, and i see like a very little difference between these roles like ux design product design and interaction design are kind of very similar it's just different company use different titles for uh, like the same role so i would just say yeah. like for example facebook uses product designer google uses interaction designer and a lot of other companies use like ux designer but at, yeah. at the end it just comes down to what your team needs uh, in terms of uh, like design what skills do they need and how could you help them uh, do it so uh, my specific job like from uh, at google at least we look at uh, design as like uh, interaction design as more of a like a broad level uh, uh, role which works with research with works with engineering and pm to understand the requirements and yeah. also create prototypes work on the designs do the ideation do the brainstorming and uh, come up with a solution and help the team understand the solution uh, work with them to iterate on the solution and uh, test it later and also help the team build it with the engineering so it's like you're working with so many different types of roles uh, you're working with so many different types of disciplines uh, also it's a, a lot of time i've seen like uh, people think interaction design is very like you're working just on the micro interactions or like the little smaller things that happen in the design uh that is like that is kind of uh, not, not exactly the thing that we do we like almost uh, like any other designer we go through the entire process and micro interactions are usually done by motion designers or visual designers who specialize in these kind of micro interactions as interaction designer we focus on the whole end to end user journey okay That's... so we design like the how the page interacts how users yeah. interact with the product uh could be could sometimes it could be like just uh, uh like could be on a screen could also be on like a device so it could be like a assist voice assist- assistant or it could yeah. be like a hardware so so there are like multiple types of interfaces and devices so thinking about what's like a common role which could actually work with all these kind of different disciplines without actually yeah. because not everyone works on software related products right yeah so uh so what what i'm like able to understand is that if you see uh, an interaction design job posted it's mm-hmm. not like necessary that you need to know like a complete software probably know how it works like how you know an interaction can be done but you don't mm-hmm. actually have to know the detail because i've i've actually come across a lot of people who tend to you know uh, like they see interaction design like oh we, we can't do it we, we don't do animation we don't do and they mm-hmm. don't apply for that job yeah and that's like you know talent gone waste mm-hmm. 
yeah so, i think it's it's very uh, it's always helpful to read the entire job description because a lot of times if you see the title and if you see the job description they don't sometimes you don't match or sometimes you'll understand okay this is they are asking something else but the the title says a little bit something else so it's always yeah. useful to read that and also uh, tools wise i guess we i just use like nowadays i'm using figma uh, mostly yeah. for like designing and prototyping and uh, previously i used to use sketch and envision so like just the uh, like tools which are used by any other ux designer so we don't i didn't use i like after effects or anything else so it yeah. was just yeah so talking about tools um, so you said you used to work at, on, on sketch now you're using figma so which one like if i have to give you an option to choose which one would you choose 100% figma i've like i've, I've been I, I loved i loved using figma it's, it's actually like uh, moving from microsoft uh, uh, like word to google docs which everything is yeah. online every you can collaborate on the same file yeah. and uh, our engineers love it because they can actually see work in progress things and our researchers love and love that because they can go and see all the designs that are in the product at one place so it's it's a great for collaboration and like cross team uh, working yeah. so it's, it increases our efficiency it also you have the prototyping feature so you actually like design and build in the same tool so that, like everything about it it's just it's pretty good and i think i should not even bring up like have you ever tried xd or not i have i've tried xd xd is actually a bit underrated it's also really good like i've used once for uh, a voice dis- like I, i was working on a project where we had to design interactions with a voice assistant and they have yeah. like a really cool feature where you can actually integrate like some of these yeah. voice design features so i think that was a great use case now i i personally believe that you know in the coming years xd has a possibility of being bigger than figma and uh, sketch mm-hmm. uh, because of course it's like growing it, it, it's adding features but then i also look at it that the ecosystem that adobe has is so yeah. big and you know with a lot of people getting into after effects and everything and it's all interconnected mm-hmm. yeah so i because i've used photoshop and xd together i also use figma and i love using figma mm-hmm. but uh, just a you know a thought that comes to my mind that in the coming years xd could be like if they work their way around in the right manner it yeah. could be bigger than figma and sketch yeah for sure uh, i know it's also good that like these companies are actually like competing and like having features that actually help designers so that for us it's, yeah. it's a good thing whichever companies uh, like come up with new things uh it'll actually help increase our efficiency and uh, help us like do things much faster so i'm happy yeah. with like any tool comes up with a new thing it's always a good healthy competition and uh it's it's, it's a good thing actually yes definitely so now uh like when you were telling your story about you know you started where and then you got into google now what i i i'm wondering is that was google like something that you always like wanted to do or be a part of or you know you just went with the flow i think it was more uh, went going with the flow because uh, i i haven't like i didn't imagine in my wildest dream that i'll get a job here uh, unless like before i got like an internship even internship was, is very competitive and you have like so many rounds of interviews and it takes so long for you to like actually get into get into it uh, it was yeah. it was i think it was just step by step so like working on your portfolio and then like gradually applying and interviewing and just even with the interviews you just take one interview at a time and hope like you get through that particular round so because it's it's a, it's a kind of like, like a long process 
so yeah it, it's uh, i i didn't have any like aspirations or goals that this is like this is where i have to be i was yeah. mostly just going with the flow okay and like you said so okay you went with the flow but you know when we see new designers they're like you know one day i'm going to work for apple one day i'm going to work for google which is good but then i would also you know want them to know what a person has to go through when you are applying for that job okay you have a portfolio very nice very interesting portfolio it could like probably get you the interview but like how do you go with the stages like you've been through it mm-hmm. so what 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 do you know like how does the process go and what would you suggest to the people who would want to like try and apply to google in the coming years yeah i think it's everyone should apply uh, a lot of people think that they're not good enough or uh, the role requires a lot more than they have uh, like skill wise so i think everyone should apply everyone should actually give the interviews uh, it's it's online you can you can find any role and apply so uh, and also yeah, there's uh, as far as the process wise goes having your portfolio is the first step at least uh, like have few projects with it with a, like a case study and uh like details about you that's uh, i think that's the step zero having like a resume and a portfolio and then you apply i applied online you can also get a referral if you know someone and yeah. uh from there uh, if things go well you get a call uh you talk with the recruiter you get a uh you get a design challenge so you have like a one week to do that design challenge and send it to them uh i did that and after a few days you got to get a call back uh that uh, they want to do like a uh, like voice like a voice call and you have like a 45 minute interview with one of the designer uh you talk to the designer uh, you, they ask you about that, that's like a more of a technical round that you have to go through and once you do that then uh then they it goes to the hiring committee for a decision based on your uh, portfolio and your design challenge and your uh your uh, like interview and once it uh, if they think it's all good they they call you in their one of their offices and they'll have like a full day of interview so from morning to evening they have uh, i think four to five five or six rounds of interview which could have anywhere between talking to designers talking to researchers uh, doing some exercises like whiteboard challenge a little bit yeah. of app critique so they have, they have like different activities scheduled for you throughout the day uh, you do that and then uh, if everything goes well uh, after a few days you hear back from them and then you go through the team matching process so where you actually talk with the different teams that are looking for designers at google and uh, like they talk to you you talk to them and then if you both think that that's a good fit then you get an offer uh, if not then you just talk to different teams and find which team works best for you and what team has to like you as well so after all these things uh, i guess it it takes a couple of months because it's a fairly long process and it takes time and uh, quite yeah quite intense one as well but yeah. uh, coming to the last one when you said that you know you have this team meet kind of a thing where you go and meet the team you talk to them but is it possible like prob- like if the team does not like you mm-hmm. and th- like will that mean that you don't get the job uh no you will still be in the pool of candidates and other team might be like you, uh when i was doing the team matching thing i talked to six teams and oh. uh, first three i was i uh, they didn't uh, select me uh, the last three i got through so now i had the option to choose between those teams which one so you, if you don't get a team match you just keep talking to different teams unless you get a team that likes you and wants to hire you yeah. 
So how how did you like feel when you you know you got the call that okay you've been hired or you've been selected and you're requested to join the office like yeah i think that, that's like one of the best feelings because uh, you've been like through so much it took so many so long to actually get through each process and you you didn't even imagine earlier that this would happen so that was actually just such a big relief and like really excitement that okay you you're actually and i was going as an intern so i was like very happy because uh that was like a great start to my career and also an opportunity to learn so much from such, such like the amazing people that work there so yeah very very excited okay just to be sure the whole pr- procedure that you just told me about the hiring process mm-hmm. that happened when they were hiring you for an intern uh for an intern they don't call you uh, okay. on site you t- the inter- the if you go for a full time like which is not an intern then they call you on site but other than the on site part everything's hap- everything else happens yeah. online and you have to go oh, through wow. that wow that's that's like no wonder people find yeah. it to be like they say that it's really hard to get into google i think more than that i think they you know probably end up losing patience because you said it's a very long process yeah so, yeah that also happens a lot that, of times that's that okay uh, so you know uh, since we've been talking this word uh, has come up a lot which is portfolio so what's your take on like mm-hmm. how a portfolio should be like should it be quantitative or qualitative or a mix of both or like how exactly should it be i think uh, portfolio is something which is basically helps a recruiter or a uh, someone hiring to understand what yeah. are your skills what do you do what is your background and what are you good at and what they can expect from you so showing like these kind of things is the main uh, uh, purpose of having a portfolio so a lot of people don't add these details like what they currently do what their background is uh, projects how, what was their contribution in the projects what exactly that they did what was the impact so showing all these things are like the mo- like very important and uh, that's what actually recruiters are looking for uh, qualitative versus quantitative i think having both like uh, because as a designer you actually talk to users you actually uh, you 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 get the qualitative feedback and uh, and you also work with the teams to understand what's what's the data around it and yeah. what's the impact or what's the problem how big is the problem so having both is i think it's the best combination yeah no i i get your point but uh when i talk about quantitative quantitative i was referring to you know the num- let, let's say number of case studies in your portfolio something like oh, okay that. yeah so i think a lot of yeah so uh, the number of case studies i would say uh i think anywhere between 3 to 6 i guess is like a it's a good number yeah. for me i i would say like 4 to 6 is like a, it's a good number uh not a lot because like you don't need to put a lot of projects because sometimes what happens is Uh, your first initial three projects are really good and the last few are aren't yeah. very good and if they see that that put doesn't put a really good impression of your current skills and current uh, level so it's always good to just put your best projects and uh, not put everything else although it can be a bit tempting to show everything that yeah. you have done but uh, you ha- you have to make you have to like put the latest work not even if the not even latest but the things which your which could explain what you currently your current level is your current skills are rather than your previous experiences or like previous like the previous projects that you did and you'll know that for projects which are good and projects which are not very good and uh, like it's 
it's it's kind of tempting but you have to make sure that you curate your projects well uh, and you know for the listeners like who would be listening to our podcast i would really want to recommend them your website which i'll probably be dropping down the link to uh, at the video because i went through it and i i'll be you know starting i'll start working on my website very soon probably the first week of next month and uh, that was actually you know it kind of gave me an idea of how exactly a website should be like when it comes to being a portfolio website so i personally do recommend like all the younger ones who are listening to this uh, you know they should definitely have a look and take some inspiration get some idea and go about it yeah yeah so uh now coming to the end uh my question would be like you know uh, i i have two questions like according to you what is the future of design i think future of design is uh, more and more collaborative uh, you are actually uh, less of design and more of decision making or more of like understanding the user requirements and actually helping the other like your team and uh, get it and also make sure that you build it so it's it's more of a very like collaborative effort and right now everything is going online so it's getting more and more uh, on uh, collaborative uh, also like with new technologies coming up like ar yeah. vr uh, things like uh, voice design so it's the, the like like a hardware design so ux is not just limited to like screens it could also like go well beyond yeah. these screens so thinking about multimodal experiences multi device experiences uh, that could be i think a big thing also things like ai uh, blockchain uh, all these like technologies of uh, like machine learning that could change a lot about design and how we actually use uh, design to for actually like presenting a product yeah. to the user so we have to designers have to be well updated with the technology also things like ethics things like uh, how uh, how do you actually build in compliance how do you think about users privacy so understanding all these like uh even things about like law and also like a little bit about uh, legal yeah. stuff that could also be something that designers need to be aware of and uh, yeah these things might be from my perspective like uh, like uh, next 4 to 5 years could be like the major requirements of a role so do you think that ai could take over a designer's job i i don't think so it will take over as a designer's job at least and yeah i i don't think so because a design like it will take over th- some of the things that designers mm-hmm. do uh, like uh, maybe ui design some of the things could be automated but then thinking about what's best for the users what the ui should be actually and how it should be presented to the users that is something that a designer has to decide so it, that's why i said like it will become more of a decision making of a job rather than actually pixel uh, pushing so that's where like designers have to be very aware of other things like how do you actually think about business how do you actually think about the overall yeah. impact and then then collaborate with the teams to actually build the product yeah. that 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 makes sense so uh, rahul what would uh, you know you would want to recommend or suggest to the viewers and the listeners that we have who like just started their career in the design industry or probably are there and you know they want to work come and work with google yeah i think uh, for designers just starting out be i think being curious being passionate uh, although these sounds like big words but then 
it's it's just as comes down to as simple as that like being active reaching out to more people uh, cold emailing always is helpful you don't know where you can get your first uh, maybe an uh, internship or a job from just a yeah. cold email so reaching out to people is important uh, find people on linkedin find people in your network uh, find out opportunities for yourself because at the end it's just comes down to you and how active are you in searching things and uh, networking and like making those connections uh, also working on your craft working on the skill early on like uh, don't think like very early on in your career to like go for a very big company or just work for like these particular companies you can start with a, like a like an agency or you can start with a, a startup get skills and then go with those skills to a bigger company where you can actually give provide more uh, value to those companies so like think about things that you want to learn and how do you actually want to uh, grow in your career like have have goals but then also be realistic yeah. about it so yeah that's uh, that's my advice yeah i'm nice I'm, i'm sure everyone who'll hear this would actually get something and find this to be very insightful and uh, coming to the end now what are your plans like what are your future plans like uh, what do you have in mind let's say 5 years down the line where do you see yourself uh i think 5 years is not a very long time but i would just like ha- uh, in my career i would think about uh like working in a role or working with a team with where i can actually provide more impact in terms of the product decisions or the business decisions as well uh well with the design part as well so thinking more just not in terms of design but also like the business part and also thinking about the holistic product experience yeah. so moving to a more senior position thinking about different uh, disciplines uh, also like ment- I-, i love mentoring and helping helping like new designers so be in a position where i can actually help uh, people who need he- any help with design yeah. and also uh, help educate uh, like I-, i love educating so uh, if there could be an opportunity where i could actually like uh, do any like a teaching thing or maybe mentoring thing i'll definitely that that is something that i want to pursue okay and are you, are you like still like do you still do you mentor people like currently as well yeah i do so uh, i'm on this uh, website uh, like a web- website called ux yeah. coffee hours and i i volunteer a few hours every weekend to like help uh, students and like designers yeah. or people moving from different fields to design so yeah i do okay. that okay and if they you know if they want to get in touch with you like someone like after listening this you know he probably wants to get in touch with you he or she that you know you mentor him so do they have to go on that website uh, co- coffee hours right yeah it's called ux coffee hours okay and then they can get it yeah and you'll get like a list of really really like uh, interesting people with like very different yeah. backgrounds and working at like different companies so you can actually find a lot of uh, people where you can with whom you can ask for feedback talk about your problems or issues or get to know design uh, from a like different yeah. lens So yeah I, re- I highly recommend to use that website find new designers researchers or any other discipline and uh, yeah I think it. everyone should like especially for the new and upcoming designers I think feedback is really important when it comes to UI and craft because mm-hmm. emphasizing is something you know once you start doing it you get you you you'll get used to it you'll understand like what exactly the user is looking at or like how to get things yeah. out of it but for the visual parts i think it's really important to keep getting feedback and not just keep it you know with yourself ki i i don't think so i'm too good or something because in the end no design the bad design right like you've done something 
it's good mm-hmm. can be better of course so yeah so definitely agree with what you said around um, feedback and also around uh, having those particular visual design skills early in your career is definitely yeah. really helpful because especially for junior roles we are looking for someone who can do the thing and you can actually yeah. build uh, the thing rather than like a lot of strategy things which you get to do once you know the product area better or once you have like more context about the product so definitely having uh, getting feedback doing that grind work around visual design ui design and making sure that the quality is it's, it's yeah. great so that is something that junior designers should definitely focus on yeah. got it so i would just want to say like it was really insightful talking to you i've got a lot of insights and i'm sure whatever we've had whatever conversation we've had you know it will help other people as well people inspiring to be designers people inspiring to work with google and i really want to thank you again for you know coming here sharing your story with us your experience and uh, you know i i look forward to getting in touch with you again and probably you can mentor me as well on a few things yeah it was great great chatting with you thanks for having me on the podcast and uh, yeah we are looking forward to more collaborations and uh, best of luck thank you so much man hope you guys have learned a lot from rahul hit the like button if you like this episode isi se hame motivation milta hai yaar we are also available on audio streaming platforms like spotify apple music google podcast and others thank you for listening see you in the next one bye bye Thank you.